0: I don't know, Jeff. We just didn't have a good game tonight. We didn't have it uh, from the beginning to the end. Uh just one of those games where nothing went right for us.
1: Andy, that was Brandon Staley, the head coach of the San Diego Chargers, who got I'm not sure the quite way to say it. They lost sixty three to twenty one to um the Las Vegas Raiders, who just four days ago lost the game three to nothing, Andy. Um. so you go, you, they obviously didn't have it. They haven't had it for a long time, but what an epic quote, Andy. What do you think?
0: One, I think you've got the same problem I do, Dave. We keep calling him San Diego and, and we're not, oh. LA. hey, I I, I I can't, I can't get used to it either still years <laughs> in now, but, but I mean, I, I, I look, I wasn't, I, I didn't care about that game. Had no interest in paying attention to it. Um. it was just looking at threads real quick. And I see Ian Rappaport pop up with it's 42-0 at halftime and I was like wait what who's playing football tonight <laughs> like I didn't even know what was going on and I looked at it, I, like, I I knew it, I know and I was like holy smokes and I just and then I started paying attention uh, unbelievable right i mean the raiders put up a goose egg against the minnesota vikings who like aren't aren't the top defense in the nfl i mean it was a terrible game like i said dave that was just a couple days ago turned around today and just absolutely demolished los angeles Unbelievable. So I think, I mean, look, like Brand Staley has been on the hot seat for a while. I mean, say a couple seasons. He was really on the hot seat this season and things have not been going well. Dave, does Brand Staley have a job on Monday? Uh, I, I'm surprised that he made the plane ride back
1: uh, because, frankly, that's like that's fireable. offense. Like, look, let, let me just recap here, Andy, the scores that the Raiders have had over the last month. They won 16-12 against the Jets. They lost 20-13 to, to the Dolphins. They lost 31-17 to the Chiefs. And as we just mentioned, they lost 3-0 to the Vikings just last Sunday. These are Thursday night games. These are typically very bad games. I'm going to ask you what you think about Thursday night games in the first place, but these are typically bad games. This this Raiders team hasn't put up 20 points in the over in over a month. And they put up twenty-one in the first quarter, forty-two by halftime, sixty-three points. I mean, what what is go- I'm surprised he I'm surprised he made it out of halftime and came out for the second half, Andy.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, there are a lot of people joke about that, right? Like just give just give Kellen Moore the reins like at halftime. He can't do it. I don't anymore. know if you want to do that though, Andy. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I feel bad for that franchise. They have they've had some very talented quarterbacks throwing the ball there. I mean, for for you know, going to decades here and they cannot win football games, coaching has been a problem in Los Angeles and look, it's a it's a it's a, it's a talented team. It's a it's a it's a I mean, it's Los Angeles, right? It's, a, it's, it's not like a, I mean, the Rams aren't the most beloved team. There's opportunity to have success in one of the country's biggest markets and just cannot get it done so. Look, I, I still think, though, despite the Lions troubles, I still think Ben Johnson is a is a strong candidate to take the reins in Los Angeles, to be honest with you. I think that might happen next season. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Tough, tough loss. Yeah. Brutal loss. Feel bad for those players. It, it's hard to wake up on Friday morning when you got devastated on national TV against a division rival. T-tough, tough, tough. Two teams, Dave, that I should know. The Lions beat Lions be both. Yeah. So, <laughs> the quick, quick fun fact there: the the Lions uh, Broncos game this weekend, Saturday night. Whoever wins that game will have swept the other's entire division, right? Which oh, that's was, interesting. Yeah, we would not have guessed that. You know, would not have guessed that for the Lions starting the season out. You know, playing Kansas City and was supposed to be a good Los Angeles team and maybe a decent Raiders team. Um, was We weren't expecting that and then, uh, you know, if you had asked anybody, you know, six weeks ago, if the Broncos were sweeping the, the entire NFC North, just if they were going to win a game again, you know, nobody would have thought that either. And, and suddenly, yeah. you know, they're, they're in a great position. So interesting little fact there.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk too much about uh, the the Chargers here, but I do think that if you go think about like disastrous sports moves in in a long time, I think the move from San Diego to Los Angeles was one of the worst. One, they had a really good fan base yeah. there. Yeah. San Diego is a beautiful city; it's not as crazy as Los Angeles. They moved to Los Angeles, where the um, where the Rams had just moved to they share a stadium. Everyone knows that in Los Angeles, you don't have, there's not the hometown football team like there are in other places. Look, everyone loves the the Raiders or the, uh, the Dodgers. Everyone loves the Lakers. They don't love the Clippers. The, the, the Chargers are the Clippers to, to the, in that comparison there, like you went there, you don't have a home fan base you lost that great crowd from San Diego. Now every team that plays you, effectively the other team out, you know, has more in the attendance than you do. And I, I think it, like what a disaster. They deserve it. I think this is just an opera where the owner got greedy and he, and he got to a point where he didn't think he wanted to play in a, a stadium that they didn't deserve. And so he moved and now they're in a beautiful stadium, but they stink. And yeah. they deserve what they get. And, and, and nobody cares that they're there. I, and nobody cares that they're there. That's even that's true. So Andy, we've got a lot to go through today. Um, there's a couple of things that we want to hit on. I, I did just want to quickly on the wrap up of the football uh thing on on today. What do you think about Thursday night games? Are you in on or out on those? Are you generally watching those or or what?
0: No, I, I don't watch them <laughs> unless it's almost the Lions game, to be honest. And yeah, you know, I, I don't, I don't love it. Cause I'd like to be able to sit and watch, you know, all the games, you know, on Sunday, as much as possible. You got Monday night, obviously um, like me, I mean, you, you look at this week, we've got NFL four days of NFL football, right? You got Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday. It, it's just a lot. It, and, and yeah. as much as I love the NFL, I'm not going to sit there and watch, you know, uh, you know, 20 hours of, of, of NFL games and, and there's other things to do. So I'm not a huge fan. I'm fine with it because most of the just, you know, I just don't watch, don't care. Um, hopefully I adjust my fantasy team before the Thursday night game kicks off, but uh, yeah, don't, 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 care much to be honest.
1: Yeah. The Saturday game is, is like, like, now there's three Saturday games. It's the early mid and, and late one. Yeah. I'll probably have it on in the background, but it's not the same as Sunday where you can, you know, I love red zone. You can like, the thing is, is if you have a bad Saturday game or a bad Thursday game, you just don't watch. But yeah. if you like on Sundays, you have multiple options there. If you have a bad game, you've got red zone to go to. You can flip around to other things. I just don't like that setup where it's only exclusive. I feel the same way about college football. I love college football, but the thing I like most about it is that when you have a bad game or something, there's always another one you can go to. But then when you get to these ones where it's like the bowl game and it's it's just not as interesting if the game is not – um, really that good so yeah. you just move on from it so all right Andy so we'll we'll talk through that and we got a couple other things to go to um Andy I'm where do you want to start you want to start with a movie or you want to start with uh, baseball contracts where do you want to go Andy I, we, we did, we,
0: let's uh let's we're talking football we're talking yeah. dollars and cents I think there's a good discussion to have here so let's let's pivot
1: let's talk baseball okay let's talk baseball and Andy Uh, We didn't get to it on Monday, but over last weekend, the big drama was Shohei Otani, the um, superstar uh, player from Japan who's been playing the last several years in Los Angeles uh, with the Angels. Speaking of another team, you know, uh, trying to share a market, the Dodgers are clearly the uh, the marquee name there and the Angels are like the the, you know, the redheaded step, you know, child or something. Uh, on the side there, uh, no offense to redheaded stepchilds. <laughs> dad, but but you have Shohei Ohtani who made a big decision. Um, he's he's great. He's a great pitcher. He's a great, uh, you know, overall player. He's won MVP. He, he, he's just great. Signed a 10 year, 700 million dollar contract to play with. Surprising the Los Angeles Dodgers, who already boasts Mookie Betts. Uh, Freddie Freeman, a host of others. They are they are um, this century's New York Yankees from the previous. I mean, they they are great. Um, they haven't. They've only won one World Series in the last uh, decade. Uh, they've been to three, only won one. Uh, but this clearly sets them ahead. But ten years, seventy million dollars, Andy. That's more than three other teams had as payrolls last year, and he's going to make that in a season. But it yeah. gets even crazier, Andy. He's decided to defer his money 70 years uh, or $70 million a year. He's making $2 million a year for a period of time and then goes to defer the rest of the pay over the years after, most likely when he's retired and no longer playing baseball. So let's pause there, Andy. What do you think about this Shohei Otani contract?
0: Yeah, so, you yeah. I like it. I like it for a lot yeah. of reasons. Like one, I think it's a smart move for a player in general, season life because it's, it gives them less money to blow while they're more <laughs> likely to blow it, and, and gives him. He's the guy set, right. He can retire. I don't know how old he is, but in his thirties in here, and receive a ton of money. You know, for ten years, like that's great in of itself what i really like dave you know as we we're talking in the you know, before the show started like the the tax implications are significant right because you know i like to point out how how terrible california is for business and taxes and it is i mean genuinely it's it, it's awful right so california is the highest tax rate in the country which is insane right and so you look at you know some players have gone to teams for example in las vegas because there is no state income tax Right. Florida's so, the
1: same way. Florida's the same way.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, if, if I'm a pro athlete and, and I'm making, you know, a, a huge contract, like that's definitely an incentive for me to go play for the Dolphins, right, or go play for the Raiders. Although I don't think uh, you know anybody would play for the Raiders for their win last night, but they might now. But you know, it, it's it's a huge incentive and it's a huge reason to not play in California, right? I mean, you're talking a huge contract, and how much that are going to give to uh, you know Gavin Newsom and, and and Sacramento? You don't you don't want to do that, right? So I think it's a smart move. And I think it's a good opportunity for California to think about their awful tax rate and and what that means because it it makes it hard for people to live there. That's why one of the many reasons why people are leaving the state, it's just a hard place to do business and it's a hard place to keep your money in your pocket uh, for the state to build, you know, really failed uh, high-speed rail systems that cost billions and billions of dollars. So that's a whole other story. We'll get into that, but I like the contract. It's a smart move. I applaud them for doing it. It's an insane amount of money.
1: How do you feel about the insane amount of money? Like, look, this is not just in in um in baseball and foot in basketball. They have the supermax contracts where yeah. players can make after a certain period they're eligible for a certain amount of money. Jalen Brown this last year signed, I think it was five years, three hundred million. Um, it graduates to the point where the last year seventy million dollars. water was sixty nine point one or something million dollars. Effectively, he's making seventy million dollars a year. Jalen Brown is. good player probably not top 10 player in the nba definitely maybe top 15 uh 20 around that range or whatever 70 million dollars this is crazy and and i think it's all back to tv rights you know like the tv uh networks have paid tons of money and the and the sports have have exploited that i mean they they hold hostage or like they give Amazon we talked about this Thursday night football game Amazon paid a lot of money for one game a week yeah. some yeah. of these net, some of these networks are paying or just trying to get one one game a week or like one playoff series or something because they know they can promote so much of the thing how do you feel about you know these sports player hey look when we were growing up it was if you were making a million dollars a year that was front page news the sports yes. illustrated used to, like in the 80s sports illustrated used to publish all the salaries of people above a million okay. dollars and, and that was crazy and now we're 70 million dollars a year granted show it's pretty great
0: but man that's a lot of money i'm all for it i mean well with the caveat one so i do like salary caps and leagues not for <laughs> not to limit players opportunity to, to make it, you know, more equitable across the leagues, to make more competitive matches. I like it for that reason, right? I don't, you don't want to see like a, a baseball doesn't have that. And you've got teams that stink and always stink and you've got teams that dominate and always dominate. That's not that fun to be honest. Right. Right? So I, I like the, like the NFL's model of, you know, some shared revenue salary caps, it makes it much more competitive. And, and you're seeing that in, in an NFL season, that's you know, bonkers, right? Every, everybody's seven and six, or whatever, you know, right now. So, I, I like that, but not for the purpose of limiting the player's opportunity. I mean, look, sports make an insane amount of money. They feed a, a host of industries from apparel to 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 gambling to, I mean, so much comes out of the sports. There's money to be made. and and we as uh, fans have a choice of how much we are willing to spend, right? I mean I, I I'll pay for a game to go to an NFL game every year. i'll um paying for more streaming services than I care to you know to watch NFL games as long as suckers like me are willing to pay to enjoy the sport the league's making a ton of money the players should be able to get whatever they can get out of that you know so I'm yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. if you if you've got a skill set you know look at what happened with Jalen Hurts and, and Lamar this offseason right Lamar went a big contract wasn't getting any progress Jalen signs a big contract Lamar comes right in behind him it's a very similar contract that's what the market demands right for that kind of talent hey you know what if you can do that if you can get that out of out of your sports league nfl nba nhl whatever power to you right whether you're you know messy down in miami making a ton of money playing playing pro soccer you know you're lamar uh, jackson playing pro football you're are a baseball player you're a hockey player I, i'm fine with it if, if you can earn it god bless enjoy it and have, have fun with your money and defer it and don't do it in the state of california
1: yeah, it's good. fair points Sandy. I, I I don't disagree. I do you brought up a really good point early in, in you know talking about you know the 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 different market teams and look as an Orioles fan I, it's pretty well known. I mean we had less than 70 million dollars a year for our contract. We have a great team. I'm yeah. worried that my owners not going to pay for Adley Rutschman, um uh, Gunnar Henderson Grayson Rodriguez, I'm I'm worried we're not going to pay those players, and they're going to go somewhere else, and we're just stuck in this cycle of not being there. I wish baseball had a salary cap because I think what happens in football is so is so good. I mean, I think to have everybody having a shot, I mean that that means something, and I think that's really good. So, Andy, before we wrap up on that one, any 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 final thoughts on the contract craziness? No, Dave, I'm good. I'm ready to uh, ready to move forward with you. Okay. There we go. I, I love it. You're getting better each day. Each day who says you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Us, right. us Gen Xers, Andy, we 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 you know, we, we can do it. So, all right, Andy, let's move to another pop culture type of thing. And no, we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and, and whether or not Taylor is responsible for Travis's decline. He is 34, playing a tough position, and Taylor is the person of the year. We won't get into that, Andy, at all. But let's talk about movies. Are you excited? Okay, right. are, you, are, you, are, you, are you excited about any movies coming up here? This is usually like a great, like the holidays are usually a great time for movies. And I'm going to be honest with you, I can barely count any
0: that I'm, I even know about or being released. Yeah. You, I, so you know, I, I used to like when I growing up, we, we'd go do a movie on Christmas Eve, yeah. uh, enjoy that. And, um, I still remember sliding down a hill. Um and, and one snowstorm where, where we still tried to go to the movies and could barely make it. Um, you know, over the years, my family and I always enjoy you know movies around the holidays. We've always enjoyed going to the movies. That did change some, you know, with COVID. And and I think we're one of you know many families that didn't fully bounce back into the movie experience post COVID. You know, we really did get kind of comfortable streaming and watching things at home. And um, I've paid less attention, and so I think there's less there's less blockbuster like come see this movie yeah it used to be right i think there's a lot of, like i and somebody's come out and we know they come out like i think there's a, a new godzilla movie that came out it's supposed to be pretty good but it wasn't even on the radar and as we go into this holiday season honestly like i i don't really even know what's coming out most of the time um and and then once they do come out i, I don't really mostly care so
1: yeah, we used to go, uh, similarly, I mean, I used to look forward, like, there was a series of movies that would come out on Christmas Day, and, you know, yeah. in the yeah. afternoon or the evening, you'd go out and hit the movie or, or closely thereafter. It used to be a big thing. I do, you know, COVID obviously had a huge impact on, on that. But, you know, and the, and then, of course, we had the strike here, the uh, actor strike, the director, or the screenwriter's strike, and... Yeah or the screenwriters guild strike and and a lot of those things have had an impact on what's being released but i just don't like have that draw we used to like all those marvel movies or all those big budget movies we'd go to the imax theater and want to watch those i just don't have that draw anymore and i don't know if it's because i'm more comfortable with streaming and, and bigger tvs in your house and you know whatever but there's just also i just don't feel like the quality is out there i mean The other thing is, is, you know, you used to be able to go and see a good comedy. I mean, remember all those Adam Sandler movies, you know, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I saw those in the theater in, in, in multiple times the state of comedy is the point where they don't even get released in the theaters anymore it seems like um there was that jennifer lawrence movie it was a little raunchy comedy where she was um where she was effectively hired to be somebody's uh, girlfriend and teach him mature him as a man but that had decent review you know decent reviews in theater but still only made a low amount of money and uh, Disney has been struggling at the box office, but that would be, it's an interesting time. Andy, there is one movie that is, that has you know started hitting the headlines lately. Um, it's called Civil War. I don't know if you've seen okay. it. Or not. So, oh, you just mess around with sounds. See, this is where you <laughs> mess me up here, Andy. Um, so there's a there's a movie called Civil War coming out. I, interesting concept. Interesting. Elements of it effectively, the states. Uh, what it sounds like from the trailer, the states of Texas and California have joined up yeah. to uh rebel against the United States, and they are also working with Florida. So it seems unusual. It's a kind of farcical that California, Texas, and Florida would team up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. That's why we have a movie, and there uh, it's a civil war against the United States. So interesting concept. At an interesting time, Andy, yeah. that's what's getting a lot of news
0: buzz. W- w- have you seen this, Andy, and what do you think? So, yeah, so, I mean, so a few thoughts with me was watching. So, timeliness-wise, mm-hmm. right, c- could be an interesting movie, right, in the sense that there have been calls from, from different corners of, of politics and the internet, you know, on the idea of a national divorce, right, which is such a lazy thought yeah. to politics right i mean if, if your thought is i'm not happy with who's been elected or the general direction of our country let's separate into a different union like that's that's such a i don't know dave that's a, it's, it's such a pussy's approach to politics right i'm yeah. going to take my ball and go home so uh, it's, that's pathetic so i you know so it's playing off of that to some extent perhaps okay i mean i, I that could be interesting to a certain extent but I hope it isn't. And I'm guessing it's not based on that, that alignment that you described, right? The California, Texas, Florida nexus. I, I hope it doesn't become a cartoonish mockish, you know, uh, hey, these are these are Trump guys, you know, basically, you know, uh, starting a civil war against the government of the United States. That would be unfortunate because you don't want something that's gonna be really like divisive and, and make one yeah. group of people, whatever they are, politically, geographically, whatever, look like they're, They're bad guys, right? That would be really. That would be an equally lazy approach to to movie writing, and I don't. I don't think that's what it is, from what I can see. I hope it's not, right? Because you know, I think the idea of division, like I like that, because I think you know people uh, don't appreciate how messy and awful that would actually be, right? One, uh, it's 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 what some of our foreign adversaries want, right? So I, I, I would I'm not supportive of anything that Vladimir Putin would like to see, right? Two um you know we we just don't need that kind of uh like a civil war be absolutely devastated there's a line in the trailer that you know the 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 female journalist talks about you know how she she kind of like hoped that would never happen in the united states and it would be it would be an absolute disaster if anything like that ever did happen and there's some people that support it and and those same you know cowardly voices to be honest would never be the ones to engage in in the combat but anyway so a a lot of different thoughts on it dave hopefully it's not awful i'll say one thing I, i i do like the casting of nick offerman as president You know, Nick Hoffman played probably one of my top five uh, show characters of all time. And Ron Swanson, uh, you know, (laughs) love that character. I think he'll probably make a good uh, movie president. So so that could be really cool. But I'll stop there, Dave.
1: Yeah, well, we may have to, you know, do a movie review of this one. And I'm going to be interested to see where it plays out too, with regards to like a civil war. Like, I think this is that is such an, a lazy man's approach to things. Yeah, I'm, I, I, let's have red versus blue states. Like,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, look, you get to that. Let's say, let's walk that one quickly through. Red versus blue states, there's not all one flavor of red, there's not all one flavor of blue and I can tell you, if you ever thought that that was going to be a successful way to govern and you were just going to be some happy utopian society now that you're red or blue. I, I got news for you. It's not going to work, people. And so like the best thing about this democracy is that we are so diverse and yeah. we can bring those special skills and traits to our government. And look, we it's a tough time, but we've had tough times in the past. And there's been it, I don't I don't think we're any tougher today than we were back then. And, and so let's just really think about it before. We engage because it would be brutal. Andy, both of you and I have been in combat situations. It is not pleasant. It is yeah. not good for anyone. Um, and nobody comes out victorious on that side, regardless of what you may think. So, Andy, we'll put a bow on that one and we'll just wrap that thing up. Uh, as we wrap up this entire pod and we wrap up the week, Andy, anything, uh, any any parting, well, I guess, things
0: you're doing? what, any, Anything to end on here? Dave, also, I mean, you know, we, we talked about not liking, you know, distributed football games, but I am excited for the Lions to play Saturday night and a very consequential game tomorrow night. You know, the Lions need to win a couple of football games here to win the division. And, uh, you know, we'll see if that works out. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, uh, you know, it's Friday, so I'm looking forward to seeing what new music is coming our way today. Last week, some uh, you know, Guns N' Roses released an old track that hadn't been released before. That was kind of fun to listen to. And it's always fun to hear uh, Axel Rose, who... I saw live and it's still fantastic live, by the way, but, um, yeah, so we'll see what New Music Friday brings to us today. Maybe share that a little bit on Monday's podcast. We'll see. But looking forward to getting into the weekend. We've been talking about Christmas time. My kids are home. I'm very excited about that. So, you know, happy, happy early holidays to everybody again. And I'm good. Have a good weekend. How about you, Dave?
1: Yeah, same. My kids are coming home today and tomorrow, so I'm excited about that and looking forward to having a family home. My wife has made all their favorite treats and has got all their favorite foods ready and lined up here. Um, So we'll we'll go with that, Andy. Um, But I I I am looking forward to having that. So, Andy, it was a pleasure this week. We have a lot to get into next week. And I think with that, I'll catch up with you next time.